Hi everyone, welcome to How Can I Heal podcast with Krina Okumus. This is an interview series with people that I admire and really made a change in my life. We are exploring questions about life, dreams, how can I be more happy and healthy and learn how can we deal with pressure or challenges in the private or professional life. I really hope you take a nuggets of wisdom or two and you are improving your own life for the better. I'm super happy to let you know that on today's podcast, I'm speaking with Rahel Papis. One of her favorite mottos are kill your sabotages with kindness or self-care is the new health care. Rahel has such a beautiful story, proving all the time that everything that you really want can be possible. She was working in a corporate for many years and then she realized she's not happy there so she decides to start her new journey becoming an entrepreneur, she's a kinesiologist, she has a beautiful book called Therapy in Crime and today because I, 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 I discovered so many of my friends that they were asking for that topic, I decide to speak with her about if you are lost or you are looking for a new job, what to do? There is three, I would say three topics that come to that, right? One is one is the past, one is the now, and one is the future. So when it comes about the past and work on your triggers there, what is what are your limiting beliefs, sabotages that you think you're not able to do it, why you're not able to quit? So that is one kind of topic that I would say, okay, therapy is there a really good thing or there journaling or whatever comes up there is, is a really good um, turn. And then the and then the reality of the now is that what I said, eat your French fries if you want to. Um, and the third part that I'm saying the future is when you need to plan and you need to surround yourself with good people. And now let's get to my conversation with the amazing Rahel Papis. So I'm actually in my office and I'm drinking a rose latte, the first time a rose latte with one of my very special friends, Rahel. Hello, Rahel. Hello. Thank you for having me. So I don't, she actually doesn't even know what she's drinking. It's a, it's a rose latte, organic, um, organic, and should open your heart. So <laughs> it's everything prepared. So guys, let's see what Rahel will bring today. So Rahel, I'm very curious, how is a productive day look for you? Let's say like a more like a Monday morning. Oh, Monday morning. Um, <laughs> so a productive day is actually uh, not necessarily always doing something. It's about being yourself or um, getting into the flow or into the zone of yourself of how you want to be or also visualize what a day good day could be so i think that is something that doesn't have to has necessarily to do with to-do lists it's more about um how you want to feel in the evening of what you want to be thankful for of what made your day and of what um yeah maybe uh gave your day a special meaning to so that necessarily doesn't have to be something doing. It's something that you can feel about yourself and um, just zone into yourself of maybe 
making yourself those thoughts and then getting up and then in those thoughts it can happen oh what would made my day uh, special could be a shower with your favorite shower gel or it can be a tea that you haven't been drinking since a long time so sometimes it can be something that is a memory out of your childhood or something that makes you happy or something that is wellness to yourself so it's about being and not doing oh, i love that <laughs> But you know, it's the most difficult exercise. Oh my God. We somehow run away from that. Mm -hmm. I always say to my clients that every time they ask me, yeah, but how do you get shit done? Then I say, well, sometimes it's about thinking of it and then you can see a huge mountain in front of you. And then it's about taking a cup of tea and that's the only thing you're doing towards that and maybe the next day you are able to take a pen and a piece of paper to then put something into action but sometimes the simplest thing can be a cup of tea of just saying i'm taking time to solve this task or to go towards that direction of being productive okay let's 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 work on it so this week was a very interesting week because i was really looking for this subject um, this topic um, of our podcast um, and I had so many friends around me that they are in this similar situation and I was thinking who should I invite for this podcast and I was like oh Rahel is actually the best into that so I'm really going directly into the podcast so let's let's imagine if if you are lost or if you are looking for a new job how what should what you can do and I really spoke with some friends and said, ah, oh, maybe in six months I will quit and I'm not happy in this job for more than two years. Um, but I have to really figure out a little bit more. But then the healthy problem starts to go into it and all this is coming in line. And you are such an inspiration with all your life and how you started and what you are doing now. Um, and I would like to ask you if... You can share some of your advices. We can start with actually working in a corporate in that moment and what makes you to change. What was that moment when you say, I need to change my job? Well, I need to start before before all of these stories of, of what is today. So I, I think I will just give you a hint or an idea of what I do today. So I'm now... 32 years old we were just talking about my age because you were like how old are you again and why are you doing this what are you doing yeah because so, you are such a wise person i feel i'm speaking you are really a, an old soul i just mentioned before we start to push the recording button but you are like so wise and still so young amazing <laughs> yeah thank you for that compliment it makes me super happy to to touch people's heart of um, yeah, for the things what I do today. So the thing is that I'm uh, running my own business since three years now, that I'm a kinesiology and hypnotherapist based in Zurich and I have my own practice. And um, next to having a practice, I now, you know, have a podcast and I wrote a book and I give workshops and there, there's probably more that I just forgot about for the moment. But the thing is, so my journey started that I, you know, was young, grew up in Switzerland. No, what means young? Let's define this term. <laughs> no, but, I mean, young means 
30 plus. <laughs> so I mean, when I when I used to be a teenager or, or young, really young, like a kid, then I think my my biggest dream uh, was to become a flight attendant or pilot. So I really wanted to do that. I mean, I know now that I could never do that job for all of the people who do that. Um, Why do you think that? No, I, I could not. I could not handle those people who would be rude and and commanding and and demanding and everything. So no, no, no. And so um, yeah, I really wanted to do that. And then you know, in in Switzerland, in in your teens, you get into the whole job situation to think about what to do as an apprenticeship. And then I wanted to be a f from graphic designer over a cook. I actually wanted to be a cook. And then it switched to wanting to be... Um, I, I mean, in the end, I, I did the commercial apprenticeship, but there I was unhappy and I was like, what do I want to do? And then afterwards, it's kind of started to, be, to become a, a radio anchor. And then I was like, oh, I really want to be a makeup artist. And then... I really wanted to be uh, a photographer and all of these creative, the artistic, in, cre yeah, in, in the, the creative way, exactly. And there was a funny story because then, you know, I started clubbing, going to clubs and everything. And there was this funny story because at I think 23, I was like saying to my friend Cindy, like, yeah, let's go partying. And then she said, no, I hate partying with you. And I said, why? I have so much fun. And then she said, no. Because you're always at the bar talking with random people about their problems. In the end, they always trust you and you're always talking about problems all, all the time. And I actually didn't know. I didn't figure wow, out so that it I was actually... already there. It was already there, right? And then I, I was still working in, in corporate and... What you did? What you were... Uh, all commercial stuff, kind of like also for one of the big four of, of audit. Mm -hmm. um, company and then I was into IT and then I switched to telecommunication so I was like a little bit of everywhere and I started to have sleeping disorders at the age of 22 and my my cousin she was like you really need to see a kinesiologist and I was like I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what that is and in the end I there there was a point where I actually wanted to study psychology um, but then I ended up see, seeing a kinesiologist and yeah, the, the experience was just amazing of her finding with by muscle testing the source of my problems which were in my early childhood and kind of like with my parents divorcing and skin color topics being bullied, blah, 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 the whole thing that you can have. So in basically life. she could really help you to solve your sleep and... Exactly, like in one session. In one session. In one wow, session. And, and that was kind of like the huge motivation of, of, oh my God, there's so much possibility in therapy to, to just solve your triggers in, in one go. And yeah, the thing was that now when I realized what was my motivation or what made me the person that I am today being a therapist but it's not only when you have listened carefully you can actually see um, that I'm all of this what I had in mind of being 14 15 um, that I still do this I still sometimes take my own pictures I have my own podcast I do my own um, content um, design so all of these things of wanting to be a graphic designer wanting to be a photographer wanting to be a news anchor is 
all of it what I actually always had in mind of doing. But it's so nice because nowadays I'm this person who is able to do everything in one job because, oh my God, I would be bored if I still would have to do only one thing. So the funny thing is that I implemented all of these things that I wanted to become is now still a part of me, but just in a completely different way. So you believe that basically we all have there our wishes yeah. and we know actually, but not know uh, what we really want. I mean, sometimes we always think we we change and we were a completely different person. But I mean, your passions and your interests, they somehow never really change. Because if you're a person who really loves adrenaline, then that thing is not going to go away from you. I mean, I knew my ex-boyfriend, he was, he was kind of like an adrenaline junkie. He, he loved speed and everything. And then I said, well, did you already like that when you were a kid? And he was like, I loved it. So, so that what, is, what he's doing with that? Did he use it? He wants. He, he wanted to have a motorcycle. So I mean, but I just knew when you have a motorcycle, you will be dead in two days because you cannot handle it. <laughs> Then we don't need that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th certain things just never really change of of passions or a fascination um, of a vision of of maybe that you have, right? I mean, sometimes when you're daydreaming. That's the, the tip of my, or, or, or um, a topic that you can maybe look at um, is when you think about, okay, I'm lost in my job, what do I really want to do? Sometimes it's of going back into the fascination of what you really wanted to become when you were a child or what the, what the vision was or kind of like the cool thing. But on the other hand, sometimes there's a little but to that story because sometimes it can be an illusion as well. So... I mean, that's, I can talk about my self-employment at the moment. So, um, I mean, I, I wanted to be a, a therapist and I knew I'm going to do this and I want to do that till I'm 70 or 80 or whatever. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to quit my job commercial. I will build up my business and then I will be a therapist and my life ends. And that's what I did. And then after But three, how was it? Because you say it, you go too fast from this moment. <laughs> because then it's actually, um, that is the moment, you know, when you have that courage to basically say goodbye to what was. And sometimes can be a financial comfort. I mean, in most of the cases, is this financial comfort. I cannot just let my job and just start to do, to make my dream to become true, which in some way it's so sad. Um, but in some way, it's a quite practical and happened to so many people. So how was it for you? Did you have some savings, I suppose? Yeah, I did. I actually did. But I first want to talk about the story that I just wanted to continue because this, this is pr pretty important. So um, sometimes so I was like, okay, I want to be a therapist. And then um, I had my practice. And after three months, I was like, what did I do? Because then I wasn't aware of that I will be kind of like in a... Before I was always in an environment with 20 people. Um, and then suddenly I was alone and I was seeing patients and I only was talking about problems. So my structure, work structure really changed. And I wasn't aware of this kind of point. That's why I chose to do, you know, my own podcast and workshops and, and stuff like that to actually see, okay, what kind of person I am. And now we're coming to this point, what you're actually saying. So I was working in commercial and I was like, I'm fed up of this job. I want to do something else. And then I um, did have some uh, some financial stability to be, to say, okay, um, I'm going to be self-employed. There is a stability there and I can do this. 
And the thing is just that you have to have the courage and you and there you will have to commit to yourself and say now I'm ready to take a step and now I can see more pros of this the situation that I need or the change that I want. And that basically is, kind of making a list, a practical list. It, I'm it going is a into feeling. more it practical, is a you know, practical exercise, like making a list and say pluses and minuses. We all need we all, we all know that. and but we are all know <laughs> that the pluses are going into into the new direction but somehow we don't have the courage to take it and sometimes you just need to take a risk no risk no fun i mean that's that was the point and to be honest i mean my my point of quitting my job did not come planned it was everything else than planned so it was it was actually a moment of and this I, I still thank my my um, former co-worker she was like okay where do you see yourself in a year and then I said well yeah you know maybe like working 60% self-employed and maybe 40% um, of, of being of being still here and then she said well what is your long-term goal and then I said well, actually working 100% self-employed. And then she was like, what is still standing in your way? And there it, it like dropped. And I was like, I, I'm able to quit tomorrow because sometimes you look for excuses. That's the thing. You look for excuses of not doing it, of having reasons, of just manipulating yourself also to not be honest to yourself. And I think that is it. When we come to the, the two points, it's actually self-honesty and it's about self-hack. So when you have your self-honesty about being honest to yourself of, is it possible? Yes, it's possible. What is your, what is your lack of maybe have to going under circumstances that are maybe not so nice? You have to be honest to yourself. And then it's about self-hack, um, which probably my second book will, I will call that. Um, is about you need to figure out and know who you are and how you work and how you're the best with whom and where and how. So, as I said, I was when I became self-employed, I wasn't aware of how I work. I mean, only now after two years, well, now three years, I actually know how I work my best, at my best. So I used to think, okay, I need to work from Monday to Saturday from eight o'clock till about six o'clock and that's my best version and suddenly I figured no my first appointment has to be at 10 o'clock and then my last appointment at 4 30 because if I take an appointment at seven o'clock then my brain is not working as fast and as good as other times so that's the whole point of so you kind honest. of change the doxa yeah yeah kind of yeah it is it is it is pretty much of of knowing yourself and and there i mean i really recommend everything uh to all of you guys who are listening if you tried ayurveda or you have an astrologer or a palm reader there's always the topping about your elements are you an earth element are you a fiery person are you an airy person are you scattered all over the place that is also something that can help you of knowing yourself even better and how you need to work and how you can find your balance in life and that's why that's what i call self-hack of hacking yourself um, manipulating yourself which can help you to even be self 
honest and know who you are and um, how you need to work. And sometimes, yeah, people who are standing there and saying, okay, I, I don't know if I'm happy with my job. Um, I need to leave, I need to go, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's all about what do you need or how does the structure needs to change? Because mostly we're just seeing something, our job, and then we're like, okay, we're unhappy, but actually seeing what we need out of the, out of the job, we actually don't know. So sometimes before quitting your job, I mean, I motivate everybody to quit their job if they really have a new passion or a new hobby or a standing uh, project. I really encourage them to, to quit their job, but sometimes it's not necessarily to not necessary to actually quit the job. It's more to take a, have a closer look or to put do yourself hack of how do I need to work? Is it that I have to work from eight o'clock to five o'clock, or am I at ten o'clock until seven o'clock person? I mean, then something can actually yeah, really already for change. For sure. Or what what is really bothered there? And I think. I mean, in, in this case, definitely it's something that it's bother, that it's all the time there and then it's even going to the health part, like you said, you had sleep problems. And what I really, sometimes I feel like, okay, you cannot go so extreme. Okay, I quit my job without having a plan. But I see it even in my case, until I knew that my previous business, it's done, I was not 100% on the next chapter and I now it's recently happened and I feel so light and so free and things are coming I got so many calls I got so many emails from people that I didn't hear for so many years related to so many topics and I was like oh wow and this happened after I close properly that chapter and um, journaling was helping me a lot how was it for you this uh, journaling topic because I know that uh, I read a little bit about that um, so journaling, I I'm still am not a writer and I don't know how I wrote a book, but it's so funny because this book just, it's called Therapy and Crime. Where and can we find it? Can I, can I get it will the be, link? It will be on Amazon soon Great. and there's a, on my website sure and everything. Just make sure to let me know that I can <laughs> yeah. link everything. There's because everything. guys, this is an amazing, beautiful book. It's called Therapy and Crime. And when I read that you didn't like to read, and if you start to read what she wrote, it's an amazing one. It's so beautiful. And actually, yeah, you can just say more about this project too. But let's first go into journaling. Journaling is, I mean, sometimes I, I do it, sometimes more, sometimes less. But I mean, I am a person who likes to procrastinate forever for ages. But the thing is, sometimes you don't need to force yourself it's more about listening to yourself what you need and if you're not a journaling person then maybe you're a speaking person maybe you are a screaming person maybe you're a singing person yes. maybe it's a music music person yeah with dancing in in different kind of forms and that's what i always try to tell my 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 clients it's not about fixing into the box it's about finding your own and there I come again to self-hack you need to hack yourself to find out what is your best version of communicating with yourself and self-communication can just help you to um, get yourself deeper to know yourself better and to um, maybe have a realization of what patterns you have to to be able to let them go or 
or transform them from negative to positive or to just bring them into a balance of being in your space of what you need. Yeah, totally. I was really looking here in the book and I really love um, what you mentioned here that uh, so basically on this book, um, you can find out about accepting who you are. And I love your note because you are amazing. Time for yourself and your thoughts, optimizing your life, letting go of sabotage, inner peace. What is your favorite part from here? Um, I mean, it's a combination. The whole book was a combination. So it's called Therapy and Crime because there are actually three personalities. There is an inspector, there's a victim and there's a gangster. And all of all of them are parts of our own personality sometimes. So sometimes we're neutral, sometimes we're upset with ourselves. Sometimes we have this inner inner voice of, of sabotaging and saying you're not good enough or you can be better and why are you the way you are. Um, so it's about, in this book, it's about finding your source and your trigger of finding your crime scene. So every time people come to me, they're like, okay, what happens in your therapy? And then I said, you know, you have a, a symptom, let's say sleeping disorder, and there is a source or a trigger um, why this is what that is occurring in your life. And um, therapy and crime is actually to find this source of why sleeping disorders are existing. So it's actually like finding or looking for the dead body of finding the crime scene, why this happened and what are the triggers and what is the source of, of, of all of it. And so the book gives an insight of kind of like going into these personalities um, with some fun games as well and to write about yourself and it's about being that honest <laughs> really being that honest and I kind of designed it also on the four pillars of life so kind of like it's about work how do you how are you happy with your work life how is your love life not necessarily always love to others or relationships it's also about self-love or how you receive or give love um, the fun factor, if you are having fun at the moment, um, which means adventure, but also how do you design your life of um, having fun of life? And also um, the third one was health of how is your how is your health? How is your sleep? How is your digestion? How is how do you work? And because one, once those four pillars, I mean, sometimes you can just see that everything is falling apart in your life and it's always difficult to, to keep everything up um, to 100% same level. But the thing is just when two things are falling apart, like um, for an example, you're struggling at work, you have so much to do, then maybe your relationship is ending or maybe... You have to say goodbye to somebody who was really close then that is already a trigger and then once you maybe have digestion problems then everything in life is already like oh my god i'm having a really stressful life so it's about also keeping up and and looking at your life of seeing hey what is there and what am i not giving to myself that maybe need, needs more attention what are other tips that you can give to this kind of situation because I understand that it's important to be with yourself and but the reality is that it's difficult. What other things do you think that can can help? 
I mean, I am not a fan of, of diets or going to see therapies all the time. It's more about not necessarily, I mean, how should I say, necessarily healing yourself. It's about accepting yourself, who you are. And I, this week was so funny because I woke up and I was so angry. And because once we work on ourselves, sometimes we don't stop wanting to optimize ourselves because then you're like oh i'm not happy with this and then you're not happy with that and then you look at your body and you're like oh and there could be more and i could do more sports and i could watch net uh, less netflix and whatever and i think sometimes it's just about accepting yourself who be you are kind with yourself. yeah but sometimes it's just about even if you're feeling like having fries for three days in a row then just eat the damn thing and 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 if it makes you happy then that is okay and it's always like because i met a few friends of mine and then we were like yeah but you know your personality is like this and you could do a little, a little bit less of that and it was sometimes we just criticize so much and I was kind of like so angry because once you open up your your box of of self-realization or self-optimization then it's an endless thing and you're never going to just get into your zone anymore of just accepting yourself and there comes the part where you're not in the now anymore and this is what happens or is like the best exercise it's it's living in the now or my, one of my favorite books of Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now of, you know, just accepting yourself in the moment and saying, I'm doing all that I can and this is this is my life and and I may be free for, for the moment that I'm in. I think it's, we all need that. But in the same time, you can go so fast into this spiral where you can just eat all the time french fries. You can watch just Netflix. You know, like you can really go down into that. But what can help us to stand up? And I insist and I bring you there all the time because I really met a few friends this week and they are really in these similar situations. And... Um, I, I know that there are so many now that they really need this help. And I know that one is the community, you know, that you are not alone, you know. Um, but what, what, what else can help? Like even this discipline in a way. Okay, I think it's great to be good with yourself. And, and I'm telling from myself, you know, like I can eat French fries for an entire month. Breakfast, lunch and dinner, especially when I miss my father. You just mentioned fries. This is actually what I'm eating all the time, you know, when I need that. But the reality is that long term this is not helping yeah short term it's good to do that and to just be kind it's okay to have this space but long term yeah so there is constructive yeah but there is three i would say three topics that come to that right one is one is the past one is the now and one is the future so when it comes about the past and work on your triggers there what is what are your limiting belief sabotages that you think you're not able to do it why you're not able to quit so that is one kind of topic that i would say okay therapy is there a really good thing or there journaling or whatever comes up there is, is a really good um turn and then the And then the reality of the now is that what I said, eat your French fries if you want to. Um, and the third part that I'm saying the future is when you need to plan and you need to surround yourself with good people. 
and positive people because I remember the moment where I said I'm going to be self-employed then everybody put their fear to my fear and I didn't know the difference between their fear and my fear anymore and there is just so much potential around once you give yourself into a drive of people um, that motivate you, that believe in you, that do reality checks with you, kind of like also to see, okay, well, this could be a struggle, this could maybe be difficult, but it's about um, giving yourself into positive people. Because once you, once you um, communicate your dreams or your idea or your vision, it can be destroyed very fast and that in seconds that you doubt yourself and once you're in that doubting spiral then it goes to neverland so i mean that's what i'm saying kind of like when you look at your past go and work on your sabotages eat your fries when you want but also surround yourself with positive what do we do with the other ones what are we doing with the other ones what you did with the other people that they were sabotaging you yeah it's interesting because it's it's something that is subconsciously very manipulative and you didn't realize of that that this could i mean that, that this is your own fear it i mean what did i hear it's kind of like yeah but there's so many therapists why would you do that and you're too young you don't have any life experience and so on so um yeah that that part is pretty interesting and then you need to see yourself why you give value to the world to the universe and why the system needs you and that's i think the, the most powerful thing you can give to yourself because otherwise you can hang into your own sabotages into the sabotages of others but then once realizing what your value is what you contri contribute to the world um, it makes so much sense that it needs you oh and you know this reminds me of a really funny sweet joke story about the death turtle do you know the 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 joke so it's a de death turtle she was not hearing and she wanted to participate to the olympics who is the faster animal on the top of kilimanjaro and the, she she wanted to participate to show that she's the fastest one and they were going up to the mountains and then they started to be very, very dangerous because it was a lot of snow and storm and all, all the animals, they were like, oh my God, this is really dangerous, I will die, I'm going down. And then they saw the death turtle that she was just going up and up and up and I said, no, you have to stop, it's very dangerous, you will die, you have to come back, you have to come back. And obviously she couldn't hear everything around, all these sabotaging uh, messages. And she was just going up slowly, slowly, slowly. Guess who won the Olympics? The death turtle. It's so much about that, you know? Yeah. Oh, if I would have known, I wouldn't have listened to anybody in my life. No, <laughs> no yeah. but I think it's so important to be surrounded by these people. Yeah. And it's interesting because you do need people who can mirror you and, and give you the reality check and, and tell you, okay, this is maybe not a good idea. But on the other hand, you need... You need to surround yourself with your positive thoughts by yourself and know why you're doing this and then also friends who can support you and something is that um, I think one of my top free tips is that you need to you, you don't need to think that you have to do it all by yourself I think that is like the number one thing of 
of uh, my own business. I mean, I thought I have to be my own bookkeeper and my own marketing strategist and my own, oh, I don't know. And uh, I mean, that is just so much hassle of hours of, of researching and figuring out this stuff while you maybe have friends who are able to tell you this in five minutes or sit with you for like a day, but then it will cost you, but just not losing yourself in your own time, time and money. Then maybe you will do mistakes, then maybe you will pay afterwards much more yeah, if exactly. you do it by yourself. Yeah. Totally. One day I met you and you said, I'm writing, for, I'm writing, uh, I'm thinking to write a book. And I was like, oh, great. I mean, how many of us, we don't want to write a book or I don't know, doing different kinds of things. After a few months, by the way, I think I'm almost done with the book. And I said, oh, okay, great. Then I saw a message launching the book. And then I, 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 I was um, honored to be invited to, to, the, to the launching of the book. And I was like looking to you and I was like, wow, she did it. Besides that it's an amazing book, you did it. You really were this death turtle there and you really continue on focusing and do it. And it's a lot of work. I mean, if you really look to the book, it's really a lot, a lot of work. There are so many details that they are inside there. Mm. What's the secret? I honestly you have is... to tell it. Don't don't. <laughs> you all the time say I don't know. No 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 no. I even told before. <laughs> this is a podcast, and we try to help people with some advices. Don't say I don't know. Right? No, I mean to be honest, it is it is the book that I wrote, and I'm the author, and um, all the sentences, letters I wrote. I'm aware of this, but in the end, I I had a team in my back, and. I didn't do it all by myself. And so I did have, with a friend of mine, Kalina, I did have the idea of writing this therapy in crime because everybody, you know, likes the nice journals, but actually you lose track. Like I'm a person of losing track because I procrastinate. And so um, we were like, okay, this book needs to have games. It should be fun. It should be kind of a little bit tricky. It should be interesting. It should have knowledge. Yes, all of these, these, these things. And so everything was mind mapping. I'm a person who have to, has to mind map so I can see the bigger picture. And then it was about writing a storyboard. And then I wrote the storyboard and everything came into place. And yeah, I was lucky because I was working with the sisters with Kalina and Maya and they were able to imagine. I mean, I wrote the book and then it was lockdown and they went back to Brazil. And so this project was actually a, a lockdown project because it was so fun because Kalina, she's the designer. She, I just love her design and I just trust, trusted her with, with the design. Um, so I actually knew whatever she's going to do, I'm going to be fine with it. And so I didn't have to, yeah, I didn't have to choose the colors or fonts and everything because I just knew who she is and that I liked it. And her sister um, takes um, really incredible pictures. So I knew even there she will be the person who will be taking the pictures. And that's how the book, I mean, I did write the whole thing, but I didn't visualize it of how it's going to look like and just really? because I had you didn't. yeah no not really I mean like a little bit but through that that we were just sometimes talking to each other on 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 Skype or Zoom um, there was just this drive of the three of us of knowing how this book is going to end because everybody just put their part of the book into into place and pieces so that it just became a pretty cool thing of 
of looking at it and, and being a part of, of, of people who are actually supporting you. I mean, it sounds very easy. I even remember before, before the date when you wanted to launch, you said, that's amazing, I have the guest, it will be full, I have a lot of confirmations, <laughs> but I still didn't have the book, I didn't even touch the yeah. book. I but mean, you, you speak like, ah, oh, very easy, perfect team, everything, but there were so many struggles there, and I hope you are taking notes of that for another, no. just to mention, because there are so many, you know? No, there's, that is so funny, because I, so imagine this. I was this person who, um, I wrote the book, then I, I, I sent it to a printing company and it was in Germany and I knew the book is going to be there only a day before the book launch. And on the day of the book launch, my own therapist, she came up to me and said, how can you organize a book launch without knowing that the book will be here? And yeah, I that's said, a good question. and then I said, I don't know. I would have improvised. I'm just. Trust. How, how it it is trusting. Yeah, it was. You were just uh, yeah. put the cover there and say, guys, the rest. This is it. Yeah, yeah. The rest you will be able to buy someday. I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's sometimes just about doing stuff because. Mm -hmm. Doing stuff. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You go too fast from this. It's about doing stuff. We have so much in our mind and how much we are really doing. Just do it. You it's make about, mistakes, yeah. you learn from it. Just do it. It's about. I'm a person, sometimes my mistakes are that I have an idea and I don't think the end, until the end of the idea. I just start. And sometimes it can be really hard because I'm already then flowing around in different projects. But it's about just starting and seeing your vision, seeing your dreams, seeing the potential, seeing the value of what you're giving out to yourself, but also to others. and and. What, what it's going to be, the product. Yeah, that's so true. And this reminds me of um, a good friend of mine that actually she's um, helping me with the podcast as well, Nina. She, um, she decided to quit her job and she applied to so many jobs and somehow she didn't find one yet. But what she did, she made the list of the companies that she loved to work for. And she just said, you know what? I just want to work for you. I don't care about anything else. I just want to develop that. And I was like, she's just doing things. And I'm sure, first of all, she will discover what she wants. She gets a lot of experience out of it. And she opened so many doors. So I'm sure that she will succeed. I have a friend um, that is pretty interesting as well. So she is a graphic designer and um, she likes to, to um, she has a motorcycle and she will like do different kind of stuff on her motorcycle. And I mean, now she has a job where these two things are a combination. And I mean, stuff like that actually just doesn't exist. But I mean, if you really, she invented. yeah, she invented it. and. It's, it's pretty interesting because, some, yeah, sometimes there are no jobs in that company that you want, but once you know your value of what you can give the company, why they need you, then you can actually sell yourself even better. And then you're also um, convinced of loving yourself that much that you can say, okay, I am trustworthy and that's why you need me. Mm. I wanted that our listeners knows you a little bit more and I would like to, fin I would like to um, finish the sentence. I'm here because... You're my landlord and, <laughs> and you, are, you are my universe because this is so funny because there comes the trusting uh, story again and I mean, I got the apartment because you go to a massage therapist in my practice 
and I was uh, yeah and I was going out of a relationship and being like I need a flat and, and then you, just, you and then you showed up kind of like on the no, same you day. showed up I mean I showed up <laughs> we both showed yeah. up to each other exactly yeah yeah that was amazing that was such a such a such an interesting and story it is yeah that's why it's yeah, that's why we manifested <laughs> yeah, we, we both manifested <laughs> yeah. And we are actually really close neighbors. We are almost, if we jump a little bit uh, more, we can jump from one house to another. A joke that makes me laugh is? A joke that makes me laugh. Oh my God, I only know, know it in German, the joke. Um, but a joke that makes Translating me laugh. Translating for us. Uh, oh my God, I cannot even translate it. This is so funny because those America. questions are from her book, guys. <laughs> I don't even know a joke. Um, I think I think a joke jokes that always make me laugh if they're just like simple and sometimes very dark. I sometimes have a dark humor. <laughs> okay. My power song is Fast Car. Okay. My favorite part of every day is the evenings to reflect and see what what how how amazing my day was again without nothing happening but just taking a walk um or or being at the lake or sometimes it's called la dolce far niente which oh, just I means the sweetness of doing nothing and just um going into the moment of being in the zone and and feeling your feet and giving the present moment a meaning if i could go anywhere i want i would go to i think at the moment it would be bali or mexico mm, don't tell me more <laughs> The craziest thing I ever done in my life is the craziest thing. Yeah, probably saying, "Okay, tomorrow I will take a trip," and booking my flight in two hours. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, this is the I craziest. I think you can do much more crazy things than that. Yeah, sometimes I forget my stuff that I used to be fun. <laughs> Something I did that I am proud of is yeah, being self-employed for sure. I think I would always have asked myself, "What if I never done it?" And how many people I would have never met through that, which makes life just so so much more special once you do what makes you happy and with whom you come into contact and what what projects or um, events or whatever is is possible then to make an impact for the bigger picture. Such a it's such a matter of choice, huh? And it's such a so important. So we are at the end, almost at the end of our conversation. Even though I would love to speak with you for hours, I mean, we had we have our morning walks together. Hopefully, very soon uh, on the lake with stand up pedalo, continue this. Uh, we are inviting all our listeners to join us once, maybe. Um, I really love at the end to give kind of a practical exercise to our listeners. What you will advise um, our friends to do starting with now? Something that is al always very helpful, um, even though you can maybe not motivate yourself to journal or anything is, so I always wanted to be a magician, right? Mm -hmm. So like doing card tricks and stuff, but now I'm actually into tarot card reading and oracle cards and stuff. So, I mean, something that you can always do is um, connect to your subconscious mind by maybe picking a card if you have cards at home or if you're like not able to see 
what kind of answer you need or you want to have an answer, then sometimes maybe just looking at a book that you are thinking, okay, why am I looking at this book? Then grab that book and just open up a page and maybe that page can give you an inkling or an insight of that answer or maybe question or, or input of what you need for your day. I will do that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Rahel, for your time and for your advices. Okay, thank you That's for great. all the love and all the support and to be part of this. Wow. Thank you so much, dear Rahel, for all your learnings and for your time. I really wish you all the best with all your projects and I really can't wait what's next. Regarding you, my dear friend, I really think you should really listen your heart and just do it. Just do it and don't wait and waste your time. And please let me know how it's going. I'm here and I can't wait to listen to your story. For more inspiring interviews, head it over on Spotify, Google Podcast, iTunes or wherever you are listening now. I have more surprises coming soon. If you like today's show, please share it with your friends, family or community. I'm Krina and you've been listening to the podcast How Can I Heal with Krina Okumos.